You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. Whereas in the previous stages, you were either reflecting on the past or imagining the future, this phase is the time to be fully in the moment. You are living the strategy and the plan you created in the deal phase. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. Last week, I talked about my commitment to let go of the feeling of being busy. I mentioned that to support myself in this, I was going to set some boundaries around my time so I'm not loading up my weekends with work I couldn't get to during the week. At the heart of this was a commitment to take better care of myself while leaving other people feeling honored and supported. Part of what held me back was I never wanted to give the impression that I don't have time for new people. I love connecting with people, and it's just that there are better days and times for me to do so. For instance, for me, mornings, Monday through Wednesday, are the best time for me to do project work. Afternoons are great for connecting with people and typically horrible for projects. However, what would happen is I would schedule meetings in the morning because that was the time frame the other person threw out there, and I wouldn't renegotiate for an afternoon time slot. I've now changed my mindset around scheduling meetings and project work. So if you've been thinking of reaching out to me, please know I have space and there is definitely time for us to chat. You'll actually enjoy the conversation more because it will happen without deadlines looming over my head. If you'd like to connect with me and other women who are exploring these conversations, head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash group to join the Women Taking the Lead private Facebook group. This is a great group to ask questions, get support, and have some fun with other ambitious go-getting women. All right, here we go. We have covered three of the four phases in the cycle of change using the card game analogy as first taught to me by IPEC coaching. These are the toss-in phase, the shuffle phase, and the deal phase. Now we're going to cover the play the game phase. Play the game is an exciting and mostly positive time during the cycle of change when you are all in to live your dreams and reach new levels of success, fulfillment, and well-being. Whereas in the previous stages, you were either reflecting on the past or imagining the future, this phase is the time to be fully in the moment. You are living the strategy and the plan you created in the deal phase. It is a time of action, but the amount of action you will take in this phase is based on your personality, how clear you are on your goal, how feasible your plan is, and how much support you have. That's why the deal phase is so crucial to set yourself up for success in the play the game phase, though most plans will work if you can only get out of your own way. What that means is in the play the game phase, it's important to manage your inner critic, which always comes to life when you are doing something new, big, or scary. This is where self-doubt can start to plague you. And if you allow it too much power, you will unconsciously begin to self-sabotage. Know that it is natural and normal for your inner critic to try to have a field day with you. 
Change the perspective that hearing your inner critic is a bad thing. Rather, hearing your inner critic means you are playing full out, and that's a great thing. If you are able to manage your inner critic, you will, for the most part, feel harmonious, optimistic, determined, and fully alive. If you're able to remain flexible, you'll be able to pivot and adjust if things don't go according to plan. And let's face it, things rarely go according to plan. So it's important not to get too attached to the plan or judge yourself and others too harshly for not expecting the unexpected. When I first planned to self-publish my book last year, I was only going to release an ebook in Kindle. A few weeks before the published date, I interviewed Honoré Corder, and in our post-interview chat, she convinced me of the benefit of releasing a print version as well. What I didn't realize was how different it would be to format a book for print versus a book for Kindle, and that last-minute realization ate up more than half a day, and that half a day happened like during go time, so it wasn't just a, like a, <laughs> an extra half a day. I was also launching a membership community with the release of my book. While the formatting mini-crisis was going on, I also discovered the membership software was not playing nice with the payment software. To add to the madness, unbeknownst to me, my web developer became horribly ill that week and so didn't get my messages for a couple of days. All I knew was that I needed her and she had gone radio silent. I also failed to communicate to my graphic designer the exact date I intended to submit everything to Amazon, and so mock-ups and final approvals for the cover all happened within days. Then there were videos, copy, and worksheets that needed to be created and uploaded to the membership portion of my website. However, in all of this, I was 100% in, feeling fully alive, and rolling with everything, whether it was going according to plan or not. And as you can tell, most of it did not go according to plan. While this stage is usually associated with wins and success, it can also be the setting for disappointments, setbacks, and new challenges. You can probably look back on times in your life where play the play the game phase of the cycle of change did not go well. If this is happening to you right now, it's important, again, not to judge yourself too harshly. Look on what's happening as a valuable lesson that you can examine and learn from so you go into the next cycle of change stronger and wiser. Place your focus on what is working and what is not working without judgment, and you'll be able to make adjustments and pivot pretty easily because you won't be heaping the past and emotion on the situation. Remain nimble and empowered by staying curious and looking for opportunities no matter what is happening. People typically love this phase the most out of all of the four phases and wish it would continue on like this indefinitely or better yet for the rest of their lives. Although that sounds great, chances are if you are still open to growth and being your best self, you will be back in the toss-in phase and the cycle will begin once again. It doesn't mean you've backtracked. It actually means you are moving forward, even though it may not feel like it at first. And so I don't scare you. Just for example, if your cycle of change right now is dealing with a new job, it doesn't mean that when you reach the end of 
you know, this cycle of change that you would get another new job, it probably means you're just looking at a potential promotion or new responsibilities, changing, you know, your role within the company. In business, it could mean expanding your client base or niching down or trying out new services, right? The cycle of change doesn't always involve this tremendous change, but it does represent new growth and new opportunities. If you'd like to connect with me and other women who are exploring these conversations, head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash group to join the Women Taking the Lead private Facebook group. This is a great group to ask questions, get support, and have some fun with other ambitious go-getting women. As always, I hope this was helpful to you and let me know whether it was or wasn't. And here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success. Thank you.